Welcome to The Road to Rural Prosperity, featuring stories about rural Oklahoma and rural America. Guiding us on the journey today is our host, Ron Hayes. Well, thank you so much, Billy, and welcome to yet another edition of The Road to Rural Prosperity. Today, we're mighty happy to have along with us the Dean and the Vice President of Agriculture at Oklahoma State University's Division of Agriculture and Natural Resources, Dasner. That name, by the way, is going to stick around, but there is going to be a change in the name that has been the College of Agriculture and Natural Resources. Dr. Thomas Kuhn with us today to talk to us about that name change and an investment, an impressive investment, a historic investment uh, into the uh, into agriculture at Oklahoma State University by the Ferguson family. Dr. Tom Kuhn joining us today, uh, of course, uh, to talk about this new name, the Ferguson College of Agriculture, that has uh, stirred a little bit of controversy as we've uh, talked to folks out across the countryside. We'll get the kind of the inside look about how this all came about and what the potential is uh, for the Stillwater campus in the days to come, including the replacement of the old Ag Hall. Today's Road to Rural Prosperity being powered by the Oklahoma Public School Resource Center. They have a mission to drive transformation and increase academic achievement within Oklahoma's public education system. And we're back with Dr. Kuhn on the Road to Rural Prosperity in just a few moments. in Oklahoma City, the Oklahoma Public School Resource Center envisions a quality public education for every child in Oklahoma, and their mission is to drive transformation and increased academic achievement within Oklahoma's public education system. The Resource Center is a nonprofit organization that provides essential resources, professional development, and technical assistance to the state's public schools. They advocate for high-quality instruction for all Oklahoma students and support increasing classroom innovation to provide them a challenging, globally competitive education. The Petroleum Alliance represents every segment of the oil and natural gas industry, speaking with one voice when advocating for the interest of its members, landowner partners, and employees. Our mission is to enhance Oklahoma's economy and every segment of the energy industry. Let's continue the journey on the road to rural prosperity, stories for rural Americans. Once again, here's host Ron Hayes. Along the road to rural prosperity, we find ourselves stopping in Stillwater, Oklahoma, on campus at Oklahoma State University, the land-grant school for our great state. And we've got alongside with us today, journeying along the road, Dr. Thomas Kuhn. Dr. Kuhn is the Dean and Vice President for Agriculture for the University. He's the Dean for the longtime College of Agriculture and Natural Resources for the uh, University, along with the Division of Agriculture and Natural Resources. Dasner, of course, uh, represents the three legs of the of the school, uh, the actual academic side, the research side, and the extension side. Today we wanted to get under the hood, if you will, of an announcement that has been made here in recent days in Stillwater about a change in the name of the College of Agriculture. That excites some folks, saddens others regarding the tradition of the College of Agriculture and helping us unpack uh, all of the all the reasonings and all the all the background of this move to take to the regions the Ferguson College of Agriculture name is Dr. Tom Kuhn. 
Dean, let, let, let's talk about this exciting news for the uh, for the Ferguson College of Agriculture. Tell, tell me about how all this came about. Well, it really begins with that first name of the college, Ferguson. Uh, Larry and Kayleen Ferguson are both alumni of OSU. Larry graduated from our college uh, and had a very successful career in making cheese in the dairy industry and, uh, you know, moved up the ranks and became president and CEO of Schreiber Foods, which is a Wisconsin company, uh, but he never forgot his Oklahoma roots. And, uh, and uh, they, uh, th- their name is familiar because they gave us funds to uh, renovate the dairy facility here on campus. And so we've got a nice new freestall barn there and living quarters for the students. And we've got a visitor center that's in the works right now with the robotic milker. That's all from their philanthropy. Um, and so uh, th- we kept them informed about our plans on, on building a new building for the college and all the reasons why we need that new building. And, uh, and the more we talked with them, the more interested they got in it. And, uh, and so we, we basically talked about the size of their gift, and they wanted to have, they wanted to have a significant impact. Uh, and they wanted uh, to have a legacy tied to it. Uh, and uh, so to name the college, um, we, we identified a, a, a gift level that would be required for that. And there's university policy that we followed on that and, and so on. And, uh, you know, we went back and forth, lots of discussions, wonderful people. And they came back and they said, we want to do that. Wow. Uh, so $50 million later, it's now going to be the Ferguson College of Agriculture. And what, what's special about that is, you know, we said, well, would you like to name the building? Because that, that was a $30 million gift. And they said no, because buildings come and go. But the college will be here forever. And what we want to communicate with having our name on the college is we see this college as a vehicle for helping to address the needs of the hungry. When, they, when, they dedica- when we dedicated that dairy center back in 2018, Larry spoke and said, we, personally, we feel called to feed the world. And that's coming from their faith and their faith uh, commitment. And it just struck me at the time. I thought, oh, my goodness, well, that's our mission. That's our mission. And they see us as a vehicle to achieve their mission. Mm-hmm. And so, uh, you know, th- that's a really powerful gift. I would say that's a more significant gift than the size of the monetary gift because it's a statement about higher education it's a statement about the land grant mission it's a statement about uh, it's a statement about this state larry talked about that uh, in his comments on wednesday he talked about what it means to be from oklahoma he's grady county native grew up on a small farm, dairy farm. And he said, look, if you're from Oklahoma, what it means is that you know how to work hard and you know how important family is and you know how important faith is. And he said, that's why we invest in Oklahoma. Mm -hmm. Now, that's why I'm in Oklahoma. Mm -hmm. It really describes what attracted me to this place is those, those aspects and the appreciation that the people of this state have for what we do. Uh, so, uh, you know, there are going to be people who are upset about us putting a person's name on our College of Agriculture, and I understand that. Um, you know, it's, it's not a football stadium. 
you know, and and you know, God bless Boone Pickens. I mean, he he really changed this university, and I think Larry and Kayleen Ferguson are now changing this university as well because they've shown that that kind of commitment that Mr. Pickens brought to athletics uh, also can be brought to bear on our academic programs. And, of course, uh, as you mentioned, land-grant, uh, that uh, the Oklahoma State University uh, mission is a, is a land-grant institution. And the College of Agriculture, the, the studies that go on within this college, are at the heart of the land-grant mission. Absolutely. So it begins with research. In my mind, it begins with research because that's how we generate new knowledge. And what new knowledge is it? It's knowledge that's going to be useful to people and particularly related to our agriculture, food, and natural resource industries. So we're doing research. Sometimes it's really fundamental research, you know, molecular, uh, genetic code kind of stuff. Uh, uh, but, But it's all with an idea that somehow this is going to improve things for us in how we grow food and how we sustain, uh, you know, safe conditions for that food and distribute it safely and so on. So, uh, uh, so the research is really the foundation of that. And then we take those research findings and we make them available to people through our academic programs. They get a degree and they can go out into the world and, and pursue a career where, where they use that knowledge and use those skills that they've, they've gained here uh, to help make the world better. And at the same time, we take the same outcomes, the research findings, and we translate those into meaningful information that people can use on their farm, on their ranch, in their family, in their community. And so that, I mean, that's, you know, the, the, the emblem that we're using for the campaign, the fundraising campaign is called New Frontiers. It's an orange triangle. And that's not an accident. It's an orange triangle because that's what we use to represent the three legs of the land-grant mission. Right. And, and it's core to what they see as the value of what we do here. Now, the specific gift, if I understand the, uh, uh, the makeup of that $50 million, some of it's going to be kind of almost an endowment. Some of it's yes. going to be uh, toward uh, the, the actual building of, uh, of what could be the replacement to Ag Hall. That's right. It's, it's split in half. So uh, the first half that comes in will go towards the building, $25 million commitment towards the building uh, to help pay for the building. Um, and the other $25 million is an estate gift, and it will come in as an endowment. Um, and, uh, and some future dean is either going to hate me or, or love me. Uh, but, but at that point, then they will have an endowment that will generate revenue sufficient to, at this day and age, it would cover 10% of our college's annual budget. The earnings of that endowment fund, if it were established today, would be covering 10% of our college's uh, budget. So, uh, but it, no strings attached. It's it's the dean's discretion of how that money is going to be used. So, uh, you know, these these people are in good health. So we may not see that money for a while. Uh, but uh, but in the meantime, we're going to be able to build a, a tremendous building. So the twenty five million dollars in cash that comes towards the building, um, that's half of our fundraising goal, the New Frontiers campaign is meant to raise $50 million. So there's half of it right there. We've already uh, received another $6 million or so in, in documented gifts, and then there's about another 3 or $4 million that we have in verbal commitments that we haven't, we haven't gotten it written down yet. Mm-hmm. Uh, so we're two-thirds of the way towards $50 million. Um, and, 
you know, President Hargis has been uh, tremendous in helping us with this campaign. He opens doors that I can't open and uh, opens conversations that I wouldn't be able to. And so I'm really confident that we're going to make up the, the rest of this campaign over the next 12 months. And, of course, the idea is that uh, maybe start uh, actually at construction within, what, a year or so, and uh, to be in that building, what, a couple of years? Yes. Right now, the timeline is that we break ground in the spring of 2021, a little bit more than a year from now, and we move in in the fall of 2023. Now, that that's the timeline we've agreed to, and, of course, things happen. We get We get tariffs or we get other things that dis- may disrupt that schedule but that's our plan right now right. Uh, and uh, and so it, you know for me that you know I'm of an age where I'm glad to see that's in the near future and not in the di- distant future because I want to be a part of that the dean and vice president of agriculture for the Ferguson College of Agriculture at Oklahoma State University Dr. Tom Kuhn with us today on the road to rural prosperity today's road running through Stillwater and finding out about this huge gift that's going to impact the Ferguson College of Agriculture for many, many years to come. And we'll continue our conversation with Dr. Kuhn here in just a few moments on the road to rural prosperity. Headquartered in Oklahoma City, the Oklahoma Public School Resource Center envisions a quality public education for every child in Oklahoma, and their mission is to drive transformation and increased academic achievement within Oklahoma's public education system. The Resource Center is a nonprofit organization that provides essential resources, professional development, and technical assistance to the state's public schools. They advocate for high-quality instruction for all Oklahoma students and support increasing classroom innovation to provide them a challenging, globally competitive education. With communities from border to border, Bank First lenders understand the needs of today's agricultural market. Whether you need to purchase land, equipment, or livestock, or maybe need an operating line of credit, call on Bank First. They are a certified lender with the Farm Service Agency and can help with specialized financing when other banks can't. Bank First is proud to serve the needs of the Sooner State's agricultural market. Bank First is loyal to Oklahoma and you. Member FDIC, loan subject to approved credit. Let's continue the journey on the road to rural prosperity, stories for rural Americans. Once again, here's host Ron Hayes. Thanks, Billy. As we do continue down the road to rural prosperity, we've got Dr. Tom Kuhn. Dr. Thomas Kuhn is the Dean and Vice President for Agriculture for the Ferguson College of Agriculture at Oklahoma State University. That's going to be the new name for the College of Agriculture Natural Resources that's been in place for the last several years. That name was changed not that many years ago. It's being changed again because of the generosity of the Ferguson family. And Let's continue our visit with Dr. Kuhn as we find out more about the plans for this replacement to the venerable Ag Hall. You know, this is not going to be just a plain old classroom building with a few no. offices in it. This is going to be there's going to be some innovation in this thing, right? Absolutely. Well, first of all, it's going to be our home. It's going to be a home for our, our Ferguson College of Agriculture, our home for the Division of Agricultural Sciences and Natural Resources. It's our front door. It's it's where we welcome guests to our, our family. Um, yeah, we we really we we wanted to go beyond just replacing a decrepit old building like this gym that we're in, uh, but really 
have a building help us change the way we do things, change the way we teach, change the way we do research, change the way we do extension. So you take the three legs of our mission, and, of course, extension, a lot of that happens out in the counties. Uh, But at the same time, the state specialists are here. Their offices are here. Some of them have joint research appointments, so their laboratories are here. But, But with respect to teaching, we... We have classrooms where the chairs are, are bolted down to the floor. The tables are cemented in. They're immovable. And yet the way we teach today is really different. You know, the day of, as I came in uh, to the profession, and, you know, I learned to stand in front of a group of students who were at these fixed desks and discourse to them all that I knew, and then they were supposed to recite it back on the tests. We're moving away from that. And, and our, fortunately, we've got younger faculty than me who are excited about that. And, and really, it's really meant to be a more student-centered, a more active learning, really fits in with what we do in 4-H and FFA, experiential uh, learning, get the students working together and learning from each other. And what happens is the instructor becomes a co-learner rather than the, the, you know, the lecturer up front. So that means you don't, you don't want to have those chairs bolted down. You don't want to have the tables fixed in place. You want to be able to adjust them, to use them as a bench or as a table, to move them around so they're in a line or, or they're, they're working in small groups. Um, and, you know, so, and, and that's where the, the beauty of this is that we've got the Endeavor Lab over in the Engineering College as an example of this. That's how they designed that. So, so the rooms are going to look pretty Spartan. I mean, they're, they're nothing fancy. Uh, in fact, the walls on the hallways, we want those to be glass so you can see out and see in, and students get excited seeing what's going on in there. And, and, you know, we may be using the lab in the morning for soils, and in the afternoon it may be for plant identification. And so for soils, maybe they need the tables low, and they, they're sitting at them. And in the afternoon, maybe we want the tables elevated, and they're standing at them. Um, and the utilities will drop down from above rather than be hardwired in and coming up from the floor. I mean, those are really simple design things. But what that means is we, the, the faculty members can adapt those rooms to, to be the kind of space they need for the way they're going to teach their material. And that'll differ across disciplines and with the skills of, of the instructor. Not only that, the way they're doing it 20 years from now, chances are it's going to be different than it is today. Right. Well, it's going to be flexible enough space that they can adapt it then. And I guess what, on, on the extension side of the, uh, of, of the equation, uh, the opportunity probably to share information right from the building or right from, from campus as a result, easier than ever before via what, social media. You bet. Well, you think about it, you know, from, with your broadcast experience to have a studio where you could actually go in and prepare a video. And so, you know, one of the things faculty are doing is using five or ten minute videos in, in the middle of class, and then the students discuss it. Well, you can take that ten minute video, maybe it's on farm management, some aspect of farm finance, we can turn that around and use that in an extension program. So we're going to get double purpose out of that for different audiences. Um, and, you know, so to have some kind of a studio capacity like that, and it may be it's, it's right in the faculty member's office, or it may be there's a central place for that. Um, but, yeah, those, those, and then on the research side, um, you know, the way we do research today is different than it was in 1957. You know, where it was each professor had their own laboratories and, and they were sort of sequestered away and their graduate students were there and didn't interact with the others. 
we got to work in teams. And, you know, no one exemplifies that better than our wheat improvement team. You got Dr. Carver as the breeder, Dr. Yan as a geneticist. You got, uh, uh, you know, Dr. Uh, Royer uh, doing the entomology. You've got, uh, uh, you know, the, our small grains extension specialist, uh, uh, Dr. Severa and, and others. You know, they're, they're all part of this and they need to work together as a team. We've got them spread among three buildings right now. Well, why not put them together in one space? Mm-hmm. You know, and what, what the geneticist is doing here feeds into what the breeder is doing. It feeds into, you know, the, what, what the, uh, uh, Dr. Arnell's doing over here with the, the uh, nutrient requirements. You know, so um, that may make a lot more sense than having this be Dr. Ron's lab and Dr. Arnell's lab and Dr. Uh, uh, Yan's lab. Right. And concrete walls between them. <laughs> Yes. Yeah. Yeah. So that, you know, there are some situations where, you know, for safety reasons and so on, you, you do have to have some, uh, you know, closer space. Mm-hmm. Well, the beauty of it is we've got the Noble Research Center, right? And so those are, those are labs that were built in that older style. So we have space that we can do that, but it may be someone who's in the Noble Research Lab today ends up in the new building. Or someone who's in the Animal Science Building today ends up in the new building. And then someone who's who is in Ag Hall ends up going either to the new building or perhaps into Noble or Animal Science. So, you know, we're a college, we're a division. We're not we're not just a collection of departments. And so, you know, this is expensive space. Five hundred fifty dollars a square foot. We've got laboratories here that get used, you know, maybe eight hours a week during the semesters. Mm-hmm. And not at all in between semesters. We can't afford to spend $550 per square foot on space that's going to be used eight hours a week. Right. It's got to be 20, 22. That's the national standard. And so we've, we've got to build it for that. We've got to both on the teaching and on the research side. So this is a building that, that you uh, – your, your dream is it's going to be built not just for 2022 or 2023 right. when it opens, but for a lot of years after. That's right. That's right. Let's make it as flexible as possible, as efficient as possible. You know, and if we're successful and, our, and we're able to grow our funds again someday, what a wonderful problem to have to be crowded in that building and say, you know what, we need another one. Mm-hmm. I, I, hope, I hope that a future dean has that problem and, and uh, gets to figure out how to, how to pay for the next building. Okay, so 2020, right now, you're looking for a few more good uh, donations for yes, new, new frontiers. Yeah, absolutely, absolutely. We've got, you know, 15, 16 million that we still need to raise, 20 just to be safe. Um, and, uh, um, you know, I feel pretty confident we can do that. We've, again, w- one of the things that has, has moved me, that moved me to Oklahoma is the kind of support we have for our college in this state. There's a tremendous goodwill. Now, some of that goodwill comes with money, and some of it doesn't, but it comes with you know, volunteer efforts and so on. I don't care. Whatever it is, people in this state feel uh, you know, that they have a, a stake in what we do and our success. And so uh, I feel confident that we're going to be able to get there. And it may mean some of our alumni who left the state like the Fergusons, uh, get involved. Mm-hmm. Uh, uh, and, you know, what a wonderful way to honor, uh, you know, the, the experience they had at Oklahoma State. But we've got folks in-state as well who are already on board or who I think are going to be coming on board in, in significant ways. 
You know, we, uh, we, we talk about uh, a lot about excellence these days because, because of the governor's uh, campaign yeah. here, uh, during, you know, a little over a year ago when he was elected for his first term. He talked about the need to, to be top ten to try to, you know, promote excellence all across Oklahoma, large cities, uh, smallest communities. And uh, it, it seems like uh, this building kind of embodies some of that spirit of trying to go for excellence. It, it certainly does. It certainly does. And, and this is the way I would frame it. And, and this is so this is hard to put rankings on across the nation, because to me, how we should be evaluated is how well we are meeting the needs of Oklahoma and Oklahomans. And the needs of New Yorkers or the needs of Californians are different than the needs of Oklahomans. And so how Cornell satisfies the needs of, of New Yorkers or University of California satisfies needs out there, it's going to be different. Now, we all want to be, you know, have the, the best scientists. We want to have the best teachers and so on. And we're going to do our best to attract them, to recruit folks like that or retain them, the ones that we have here. Uh, but, but to me, I want to find that way to evaluate how well are we doing at meeting the needs of this state? How well are we doing at helping to advance agriculture, food, and natural resource industries of the state, because ultimately that's, that's what we're called to do. And in the process of doing that, we're going to fulfill that mission of the Fergusons to help feed the world. Thank you, Dr. Kuhn. Dr. Thomas Kuhn, of course, the uh, Dean, Vice President of Agriculture for what will be known as the Ferguson College of Agriculture at Oklahoma State University in the days to come. Some controversy regarding that. Dr. Kuhn acknowledging to us that he knows he's going to have to get out and sell this uh, this new name to some folks that have been longtime supporters of the College of Agriculture at Oklahoma State University. He says he wants to do that, wants to let them know how important this gift is and how important this mission that's being outlined by the by the Fergusons that goes hand in hand with the land grant mission of Oklahoma State University is along the road to rural prosperity on campus at Oklahoma State University in Stillwater I'm Ron Hayes thanks for joining us for today's road to rural prosperity podcast you can join the conversation about how rural Oklahoma can prosper by looking for us on Facebook and you can find our growing number of conversations on our website, ruralprosperityok.com. The Road to Rural Prosperity podcast series is a production of the Radio Oklahoma Ag Network and oklahomafarmreport.com. Proud to be a part of the family of the funk companies. <laughs>